I, Sea Voyager, welcome to Eternum, an ancient land of fantastical legends. The Lore Seekers, three of the finest storytellers of the New World, await your arrival. They'll spin ye a tale of mystery and adventure, so grab an ale and rest ye self from your journey across the cursed seas. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome. This is Lore Seekers, the podcast for New World. This is episode 11 and we are your hosts. I am Jibs. I'm joined by Cash. It's Cassius Kilborn. Thank you very much. Get it right. And, <laughs> and Jamp. Uh, what to do, I guess? <laughs> question mark? Question I'm mark? Who put a question mark on a teleprompter? You know I'll read anything. <laughs> Oh man, oh man, oh man. Oh gentleman. Where do we start? I don't know. <laughs> I say we jump in the deep end and run with it. Just jump right in. Jump right in. Well <laughs> I don't know. Should we talk about our weeks and yeah, I'm just thinking maybe we just butter it down a little Can bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put a. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, you that was yeah. your intro. You led right uh, now. Finish it, um, Ron Burgundy. Um, baby, I like babies. They're they're really they're cute. They're fun <laughs> to hold. Parenthood is amazing. Um, I like whiskey. Long walks on the beach. A uh, lot of animals. This isn't uh, your eHarmony. This is not your eHarmony. E come on, come on. Jibs, Jibs collects balls of earwax. <laughs> trying to lighten the mood. I collect the skulls of my enemy. Yeah. I'm just kidding. It has not been the easiest week. It okay? is not. It is not. Let's just, can we We've just be transparent? It's several been. conversations <laughs> about a lot of things going on in New World. <laughs> now that out, I'm in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> He, woo, you went full Ron Burgundy. Okay, where's Baxter? Bark twice, bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so how was, how was your week, man? How was your week? Dude, I, I can't complain. I mean, dude, I'm working. Like, I, I worked, uh, I just came home this morning after 96 hours of work. And uh, I can't complain. It's, I'm blessed. Blessed to have a job tough times it's hard but uh you know um i got new world i will say that i have you guys you guys my family my job and this game continues to ground me so not like not like for a week not I grounded say you got for in trouble week. again I mean, like, <laughs> Mom, put you in the corner again no it just uh you know despite everything we folks we are going to talk about uh, some issues because there are some inherent problems right now with the game. Yeah. But, uh, and we're going to talk about it all. But, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was just getting it started off, but the fact that I'm still having fun logging in every day and creating content for this. And Solace isn't know, here. Solace isn't here. We miss Solace. We miss his, all, him and all of his bearded glory. But, yeah. um, it, you know, he's got, uh, he's got probably, he's got probably another month of solid work. A super busy season for him for obvious reasons, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy things, happy things. Yeah, it's it's there's busy season right now, and uh, so every just so everyone knows, like we we don't record the same the same day every week. It really comes down to okay, does this does this day line up for X this person's schedule? 
that person's schedule. That guy's always good, aka champ. And uh, does that one light up? So it's, you know, it's kind of a crapshoot what day we record on, and it's uh, just, it hasn't fell on a day that we all could make it, so we picked right. the one that we most can attend. <laughs> so yeah. that's where we're at for a little bit. But anyway, I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off. Anyway, game time. You're having a good time. Oh, yeah, it wasn't cutting me off at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a great time and, you know, still doing the things. I'm still bouncing in between um, heavy armor and light armor for my healer. Um, I... I just I just like freaking light armor. I just don't like that I get hit so damn hard all the time. So yeah, it's real world problems, right? Yeah. You gotta work on your dodge game, homie. D- My dodge is good, dodge. but I just run out of them eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I run out before they lose interest and yeah. it ain't fun. <laughs> well, the problem is dodging into something else is freaking aggro. I mean, yeah. I had a moment last night where I was like, Ooh, I am done! There's so many things all over the place and they won't leave me alone. I just, I need the thing. There's a clicky right there. I need the clicky and it's behind three of you and you won't stop responding. You got to bring a, uh, you got to bring a heavy hitting Malie guy with you. I know one. I know. Did you say say Malie? Malie. Malie. Ooh. It's it's French for using your I will take, I will take word. That's what they call it. Criticism from Mike, but I will not take it from you, JB. I am I will pristine. Not take it from you. I'm a pristine reader. No. Oh no, you're not. No, you're not. Clearly the best. No. Around. Sorry. A, not a, it just not a thing. <laughs> nothing I can do. Nothing I can do. You set it up. It happened. You no. set it up. You teed it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have been in a dilemma this week. I tell you what, and I think I just got it solved. I haven't been able to log in yet today to try to uh, to get back to. I feel like I've been around the bend. I've been. Trying this, I, here's my issue. I love all the weapons, every single one of them. That's my issue. I feel like I'm freaking <laughs> cash and ESO with classes with oh. weapons. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But uh, today I'm I'm pretty pretty happy. I'm I'm pretty stoked to actually get in and uh, get my build back together. But I'm going back to so I've I've done everything from Warhammer Axe. I've done Inferno lately. Uh, and by lately I mean the last 24 hours. Inferno Staff, Ice Gauntlet, then Inferno uh, or Flame Staff and. Uh, and uh, life staff, I've done everything. And I'm going to level them all, but I'm like, what's that one? You know, what's the one that you know, I want to use all the time? You know, like, what's what's my what's my main? What's my main? And uh, so anyway, I'm going back to what I was going to do before the game ever launched, and that is Hatchet and the CC line of the musket. Mm. That's my plan. Now, my, I'm still trying to figure out if I'm going to go light armor or medium armor. It's like, do I want to roll or do I want to shimmy? Nah, go shmeed. I'm telling you, go shmedium, dude. What? Yeah, go shmedium. That that fit that will fit your build because you like the ranger type of build. That is going to fit your build the most, and it's going to make it much easier for me to to heal your okay. ASS. Okay. In in expeditions. I said shmedium. I was like, well, that's what we tell someone whenever they're wearing a shirt that's too small. Yeah, right? they're wearing their little brother shirt. Yeah. Little brother shirt. Oh, you know about right. it. Okay. All right. Well, I'm on the same page. Yeah. Do you know if this was yeah, an Indiana thing? Or, yeah. That's you know? what I'm wearing right now. My little brother shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why you ordered that size. All right. Mm. Same on, size bro. underwear, I need too. need something to fill up my man muscles. On my chest. Better going away as I age. You like to show off your, you like to show off your chesticles? Yes. No, actually, uh, somebody ordered a right-left double-double earlier, and they got one. Oh, that's disgusting. Unfortunately, it was Tested Weevil, and he's a dude. <laughs> so, 
You're welcome. You're welcome. Remember that? Yeah, I might have got any fans in here for that. Those days. I might have puked a little in my mouth when I did it, but I did. Oh man, that's funny. Well, I don't know where I, why I teed that up. I don't know where I'm going. We have all kinds of things well, we can talk about. It's like, where, which one do we want to hit first? Top we're of avoiding. the list. <laughs> we're avoiding. Well, what did we do last week? Let's start with that. <laughs> we're avoiding. We're dancing around the subject we don't want to cover. Oh. Yeah. So, last week on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can do that part. Hey, last week on the show. If you missed the episode last week, uh, we talked about New World's Economy. We talked server transfers, update 1.0.3. Gold duping, Halloween items, and we did a lore breakdown uh, on the Ancients. It was actually part one. Uh, this week on the show, though, we're covering, it's no secret, the current game issues going around, the bugs, it's a thing, we're going to cover it. Robin, the community, they're upset! Everyone's upset. <laughs> they're throwing cocktails inside of local businesses, burning down the buildings. No, nothing. Okay. All right, we got Robin Hood Prime Gaming. Look, <laughs> depth. We're in our first run, covering our first run of the depths. Uh, update one point zero point four, and then uh, we got a lore lesson part two on the ancients. So yeah. God damn it, Bobby! Somebody paid a hundred to hear me say that. So god <gasps> damn it, Bobby! Oh, Grace god, Fang, awesome! Oh, god right. damn it, Grace! God damn it, Grace Fang! Go ahead and don't do that again, man. I don't like being put on the spot, especially around propania season. Yes, he does. Okay, spot. I like it when you do his wife's voice better. I forget. Oh man, I'm gonna have to hear that again. She has kind of like that, isn't it? Like a King of the Hill. Like for those who don't know, uh, she's like, she kind of has like that. Ha! It's okay, Hank. It's you sound just like her. It's gonna be okay. She sounds like she's four Marlboro packs away from lung cancer. It's okay. Sounds like my grandma. Cash's face. So. Okay. The avoidance stops here. Damn it. Look, this week sucked. Can we just be this 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 was tough. Yeah. All right. It was it was a tough week. And we're in this for the long haul, but man, this one hurt. <laughs> this week hurt. Um you got uh various bugs going around. Um a new patch came out today, which we'll just kind of incorporate this into this update 1.0.4. While people were offline and making sales, a bug was introduced that they weren't getting gold for anything that sold some upwards. I know someone in particular sold 8,000 flux, didn't get a dime. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It, it's it's tough. And and it's in uh, New World's economy is already kind of in a place where it's like it, especially in game, it needs it needs a little love. I think that's fair to say. It needs a little love uh, on the end game, um, in the least. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a tough week. You know, I'm like, I was driving home, like, and I, I, am just going to say my piece about it and then whatever, but I was driving home and I was getting just kind of bummed out. Cause I'm like, man, gaming media never used to cover games like this. They never used to do these punch headlines like this. Like this was never, you know, this wasn't a thing years and years ago, you know, SWOTOR days. This wasn't a thing. Wildstar days. Not a thing. BDO. Not a thing. Wasn't even thing in an arc age, you know, when it, all this stuff dropped. And so, from a gaming media standpoint, I'm like, you know, I'm not a particularly huge, huge fan of how a lot of companies are, are covering it. Um, like, just give me the facts. Don't give me a punchy, you know, clickbait title. Like, just give me the facts of what's going on without 
injecting you in it, you know? And then after a while, I'm just, and of course, a lot of it's negative, and then it's like, well, and it's not like it's a positive thing they're talking about, so I get it. But uh, it's just, and then, of course, the forums, the games forums, oh my gosh, the forums are turning into Reddit 2.0. I, I I genuinely liked going there during like lunch break or whatever at work, and I'm just like I can't I can't go there anymore. It's like it's proving to be very negative all the time, except for the bug reports. Oddly enough, <laughs> so like it's just ah uh, man, there's so much negative going around, and I'm like you know I love this game, I do. There's obviously some issues. Trust me, I had a bug this past week. I cleared the depths. I didn't get credit for clearing the depths. I spent two and a half hours in there and walked away with nothing but broken armor. I was a little upset, but it is. Oh, we should talk about that broken armor issue. Yeah, that's got to be. I don't even know. I mean, that's I don't think it's a feature. I think it's just one of those things where they might be. They'll probably get enough complaints on that to where they're like, oh, that's not good. I don't understand that. So here. So here's the issue with that. We we ran depths and. um uh, yeah, so it turns out that uh, Thorpe is, he's kind of an asshole. So, and he was grumpy. He must have had, he must have eaten Thai for dinner or something and had a rumbly, a rumbly tumbly because he was not happy with us at all. And first time going in, we don't read Stratics. We don't read guides. Like we want to experience it and figure these things out for, for ourselves. So we had a few wipes and... When we finally cleared it and got out of the dungeon expedition, we got out of there. Everything that we had gotten from the entire expedition that was, I call the loot, tangible loot, the gear, weapons, everything was 100% broken. So the problem is, is that in order to make that stuff worth a shit, you have to repair it. Well, repairing it costs 50 gold a piece so i was like well i'm not doing that like if there was something that i could have used then fine i probably would have repaired that piece no problem but i decided just to break it all down and jibs ran into the same issue jibs how many repair parts do you get when you break down something that's totally broken cost 10 gold and i got one repair part (laughs) right so our issue was why do things in your inventory take wear and tear? Now, if you look at it from a lore perspective, if all that stuff is in a backpack or a satchel, I was repeatedly on my butt in there. So yeah, I could see if I'm falling on that side or falling on my back on top of all that gear over and over again, yeah, maybe it could take some wear and tear. But the point is, it was going to cost us a lot more to repair all that stuff and then potentially put it on the trading post or, you know, breaking it down didn't seem like it was really even worth it. Um, and I've just, ne- I haven't experienced that in a game where when you get hurt or killed, normally it's just the stuff that is on your paper doll, on your character sheet. Yeah. Stuff you have equipped that takes damage and like totally get that. But all the stuff in my inventory? Come on, man. That I think the can't. hard part. Sorry. I think the hard part of it also is that the economy is the way it is, right? So last week we discussed how the economy 
and you're losing money as you get up. And they put a they put a really nice, you know, post together, which I'm going to tell you, okay, here's the deal. I appreciate the fact that they're addressing it as fast as they are. I've been in other games where they take a long period of time to even address it. But with the whole situation with the amount of the amount of gold in the economy, the fact that, you know, they had a couple features that were broken where you couldn't get the high end gold at the top end. Um, compounded on the fact that everything you get out of a dungeon is broken and if you want to repair it to sell it where do you get the gold from right right because if the economy's already busted maybe not charge us more for broken gear so we can make more gold i don't yeah. know uh, i mean that's not right. uh, uh, yeah it, it was it's rough <laughs> it was a it was a rough it's, one it's it's been um it's been very difficult to watch excuse me sorry i'm verklempt um forgive you it's over this uh i've been (laughs) (laughs) i've been struggling with the fact that um and i'm sure the other players are experiencing the same thing too but i like the trading post like i'm actively using the trading post i'm gathering a bunch of stuff i'm like "Ah, i don't need that so let's go ahead and pop that on the trading post i'm checking all the other settlements seeing what's selling for what and I have slowly but surely, surely watched a lot of the things that I sell on the regular become worth 0.01 gold. And it is breaking my heart to, to drop a thousand count of any whatever material it is that I'm selling and get just a few gold back. It's like, oh man, that is, it's, it's painful. And it's, it's major, major deflation that's happening right now. So it is, I mean, what kind of fixes? There's plenty of gold sinks in the game. There's definitely not a lack of gold sinks in the game. They're there. We just need to find a balance. We need to to have them like just really dive into this and really find a good balance to where some gold can be put back into the game. And a good way, like we talked about before, a good way to do that would be to have some type of a, it was like uh, Sonny Ravencourt's idea, our economist for, for Lore Seekers, he had a brilliant idea about bringing some type of Bank of Eternum in where prices would stabilize because if you can offload some of your items for a stable price from a vendor of sorts, it would keep those prices competitive in the trading post to where they just wouldn't dump out because there's this influx of price. Because if somebody, you got to think of it this way. If I have 10 apples and 10 apples are going to sell for 10 gold to some type of a vendor system or some that bank of Eternum that we were talking about, why would I go and sell it on the trading post for 0.01 gold per unit? Where what that's going to do is I, is, I would just rather go sell it to the vendor. But what that's going to do is that's going to raise the prices. It's going to make prices more competitive in the trading post to where now somebody is going there and they're going to they're going to spend maybe an extra gold or two out of convenience as opposed to just going, hell no, I'm not selling that for 0.01 per unit when I could just go and offload it, you know, up in Windsward or in in Brightwood at the vendor that's there. I could offload it there and make 10 gold on it. Right. So it would help to just kind of slowly start to balance that stuff out and start pouring money back into the economy. To switch this up, though, since we started with our run in the expedition, I would like to say that I thoroughly enjoyed that expedition. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> the oh. fights were harder. Man, oh man, right? yeah, absolutely. The the first two, I was a little worried. I'm like, oh, please give me a little bit more. The that third one was challenging. <sighs> it really was. You had to pay attention to where you were standing. You had to pay attention to where you weren't standing. You had to pay attention to what was being thrown at you, yeah. where your tank was standing at. It had some competitiveness to it, and that was a lot of fun. You know, we we did wipe a few times on the last guy. Our clear wasn't the prettiest in the world, but we got it done. And oh, that's yeah, the dude. big thing, right? Yeah. And to go in blind like that, like we've talked about before in the past, that's a one-shot thing. You only get to do that one time per exp expedition, and then, you know, you just wait for the new content. But it was right. a very, very well-done place. I loved all the the faces throughout <sighs> the region. Just beautiful. There, there was that one point where where we were just running through, and I, I always happened to look up and around, and um, I looked up, and literally right above our heads was... A face of the ancients just oh, dude. way above us inset into the ceiling it was almost as if one of one of those effigies one of those huge stone effigies had just fallen down on an open portion of this of this expedition and just boom just popped right down like that and the face was staring right down at you and we we're like we need a selfie <laughs> this is amazing yeah. took a lot of yeah. pictures oh yeah we took pictures. a lot of pictures in there it was it was super fun and and um <laughs> here's something that uh that Jibs and I have been talking about for a long time is bringing back the true challenge yes. to, to a lot of, uh, a lot of the content and games. Yeah. And we felt that in this one, Thorpe was formidable. Oh yeah, absolutely. He was for the first time going through and, and you guys like, once you get the Stratix of a boss figured out, as you progress over time and as you've been in there five or ten times, of course it's going to get easier because now you know the fight. All right. But the first time fighting him, he he met up to what he should have been. Oh, yeah. Very powerful. Oh, yeah. Very difficult to take down and at times frustrating. Like at times oh. I was going like, I, I don't know if I can heal through this. And we ended up making it happen. But... I, I really, really, really did dig that. So, like, don't let that, don't let our experience with the loot at the end overshadow the fact that the entire experience was really bitching. Yeah, like, and you're you're right, because that's something that for years, you know, we've wanted. It's just like you you would, we would play games. It's like, okay, the baddie's been built up. You're at that moment, the fight, the story, everything that you've done has led to here. And you melt the dude in 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes, like five minutes. It's a quick, you know, tank and spank fight. And it's just like, oh, it was so deflating. So, so deflating. And this fight felt, uh, this felt very, uh, I mean, it felt appropriate. It felt good. It felt really good. It was difficult, extremely difficult, um, especially on a blind run, just trying to figure stuff out. But um, at the end of the day, I felt like it was very fitting uh, to the character. And that, to me, you know, when you can bring justice to a character, you know, their whole narrative, mm -hmm. that's that's awesome. Absolutely awesome. They did a good job. If you think about it from the perspective of they put so much time into developing the, the boss into its his abilities, the lore that leads you up to it, the story that leads you up to it, when you get to that boss, it does seem deflating when it doesn't have that big epic, oh, we might get killed here. Right. And yeah. I feel like yeah. Thorpe represented 
what he was supposed to. Now you go in there on all sixties, you're gonna roll through it pretty good, but you can still die to the to the to the bosses and stuff because they have good mechanics. Right. But I feel like they made Thorpe's last stand against you and the first time you hit him in expedition, they made it the epic level it was supposed to be. They made it hard to deal with. They made it, you know, damaging if you made a mistake. And I really, really enjoyed that. I really did. Yeah. Yeah, he, he talked a lot of crap too. Hmm. Yeah. yeah he Boy, did. he talks a lot of crap. Oh yeah. Now imagine that same expedition later on down the line when they introduce the um the alternate difficulty modes. Oh, I can't wait for that. I can't. I know. I'm, I'm thinking wait. about it like what? Yeah. <laughs> he can be harder. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we can make him harder. <laughs> you went pirate on us right there. What what the hell Gar. just happened? Gar. 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 Speaking of speaking of pirates, oh have you guys seen the Robin Hood thing? Yeah. Yeah. That's right? my Jimmy Jam right there. Yeah. The Robin Hood yeah. costume's looking good. I've been waiting for that one. Uh Archer at heart. Really am. Uh Ranger at heart. Just to see that in game. I'm a huge fan of the armors in this game. I really, really am. Uh the detail that they put together on this costume or on this uh on this armor set. Apparel set, I guess is be the right word. Uh, awesome. Absolutely awesome. The only thing I wish is the uh the hood on the back. I saw I didn't realize there was a hood on the back till I was in game. I saw the hood and I'm like, oh man. I wish mm -hmm. I could pull that up over my head, but it's yeah. it, regardless, it's absolutely stunning. I, I love it. They did a good yeah. job. It would be really cool to have, I mean, in any game, but yeah, definitely in New World, to have some type of a toggleable system where you could hood up, hood down. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that would be so freaking cool. I'd have hood up on freaking everything. I just All love dude. that look. Yeah. Heck yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hey, I wanted to cycle back to um, some of the issues that are that are going on because sure, there there's a update one point zero point four came out today, um, and they 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 knew they knew pretty much right away that there was an issue with the uh, with the trading post where some people lost gold, um, and that's like right at the top of the forums, like they they plopped an explanation down there that you know that they they're aware that with the patch there was something that, that was introduced where players were not receiving gold items uh from completed sell by orders in the trading post while they were offline and they also said um that they're working on a fix for right. all this and and they're they are going to be issuing back the item and coin refunds where those are appropriate you can only imagine the work that has to go into that that's gotta be nuts oh my gosh that's a that's like a <laughs> nightmare you know i mean like i yeah i feel bad for the players obviously uh this may be unpopular but i also feel bad for the devs i feel oh. bad i mean like yeah. no, no one wants this no one wants this to happen the devs don't want right. this to happen to you obviously right. the players don't we don't want this what we want everyone wants here collectively is to keep taking steps forward mm -hmm. you know so it's just, it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate circumstance that, you know, that we're working through. Everyone's working through. Them more so than us. <laughs> like, we're just taking taking in the game. But, you know, so from that standpoint, I know they're going to get it fixed. I know they right. will. We've been around MMOs too long to be the type of person that's just, ah, forget it, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. <sighs> Stuff will get fixed. And this will, 
as silly as it sounds now, this will be a memory that we'll have. Remember that time right. when XYZ happened. That's what it'll be. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, in, in chat today, there were some heated conversations in our in our Discord chat about the economy and the PvP bug right now with the healing bug with the life staff and where if you crouch down, you get healed to full health and you keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? So that's broke. Yeah. The ice gauntlets are broke right now. Um, you don't yeah. get any follow on damage. But the one thing that I noticed is the community people were being respectful. Some people were very adamant about what they felt like. Some people were kind of like, hey, you know, it's that old cliche, right? Some people are going to make excuses for bad performances no matter what. And some people are going to hold you accountable. Right. That's just the nature of an MMO player. One of the things that I appreciated, though, and I enjoyed was as I'm reading, I'm letting the, this conversation flow. D121 puts up the bugs will get fixed. And yes, it is partially an industry issue. The higher ups want paychecks. They need to please the backers. That's not a joke. That is a real thing. It's Amazon. And the lowers get poo-pooed on to get it done. And many devs, they work 16-hour days. Thus, mistakes are made. I think when you don't have enough people to develop a a game of this size and to maintain it, and you try to work with a crew that's smaller, and we know their crew's not that big, you are not going to catch it all. I'm not making excuses, but it's a problem. And that's an industry problem. But I thought it was a great point to make. It's, yes, you can be as mad as you want to be, but at the end of the day, what does it do for you? Speak your mind. Do your bug reports. Tell the community what's going on and what you don't like, but say it in a respectful manner. You will get noticed more because yeah. nobody is going to give you the light of day if all you're doing is being toxic and screaming. No, so try, try, an, try an adult moment for a second, right? No, it's just noise at that point. Like, if that's all you're doing, it's, it's, no one's going to listen. It's not going to be noted. If you really want to be noted, seriously, like everything you just said, leave those bug reports. Give them feedback on how they can fix things. Not, oh, this is ridiculous. AGS knew this was happening. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, just negative after negative after negative after negative. When you go to the forums and someone has to make a post that says, okay, so what is it that you actually do like about the game? You know there's an issue there. Right. And I'm not speaking to the game. I'm speaking to community. Community is better than that. You know, so be better than that. Give them good feedback that they can work with. File your bug reports. Give feedback in the game. Do everything that you can possibly do to help them make this better. Because when they make it better, we all win. We all win. They win. You win. Everyone wins. It's entertainment. We want to be the best it can be. Help them get there. Yeah, there's a good uh, comment from Rum Bandit in chat that says, hopefully the devs don't lose heart with all the recent defeats. I know the game is going to be fantastic once they get it done. Yes. Yeah. That is the attitude that needs to be taken by the community. And and don't get me wrong, folks. We understand that people are upset. Absolutely. We understand that, you know, people are they're just raising their pitchforks about the game being broken and it's unplayable. And yeah, when you have a problem, which is been coined the uh healy the healy circle teabag issue by me because i think it's funnier than hell um <laughs> in wars like where somebody can just like teabag in the in their healing circles over and over again and like become invincible yeah that's an issue i get that is a game-breaking issue i totally get that but if you truly bring this thing down to brass tacks every mmo is going to have problems when it comes out those problems always get fixed over time. The way that I see this, I see this as a true test for this community. Absolutely. 
And I know that I, I, I am, I don't want to like smoke and mirrors this whole thing and, and, and take it off of the development team because yes, the development team, they, there's some issues going on right now, folks, but the more toxicity that we decide to throw out does not help the issue. No. Just like, just like my cohorts are saying here, report the bugs, be supportive, be positive, be a good human being. And for the sake of everything that's holy, if you find an exploit, don't let the damn demon in you take over and have you repeatedly exploit the exploit. Figure it out. Keep your mouth shut about it and report it and leave it. Because the more people that do it and figure it out and like, you know, there's there's a life staff exploit, right? Where if you can, there's a way for you to spam light attacks for massive damage. And there's tutorials on how to do it on YouTube. Really? What kind of content creator does that? I, a meta content creator. I, I don't. They're, they're trying to get the meta out there. That's what Dude, it is, man. It's just a thing. Hell? Dude, I use it like a life staff. That's my lifeblood. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to freaking learn how to do this thing. Because I want to play the game that the game the way the game was intended to be played. And it it goes to me, this goes back to human nature. And that's why I truly believe this is a test for the new world community. You're either going to be a, a group of toxic trolls or you're going to support AGS in 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 I don't even want to say in hopes. You're going to support them during the time period it takes to get these things fixed. So please just have an ounce of adult in you. Don't exploit the stuff. Quit bad-mouthing everything and making things worse for them. Because I'll tell you what, the, the, more, the more the players fire down upon them while they're actively trying to work on this stuff, the less they're going to pay attention to those forums. Yeah. I yeah. guarantee you that. Yeah. I mean, this this is gaming etiquette. At the end of the day, you always remember there's someone at the end of that keyboard. I don't care if it's this dev, I don't, you know, another player, whatever. Right. You know, there's there's... Uh, there's still people on the other end of that that are still working yeah. for you, by the way, for you, for the community. Yeah. So you know when, you're in, when you're in the car, just real quick, sorry, Bruce, when you're in the car <laughs> and you're going to a destination and you're constantly screaming at your dad and flicking his ears saying, when are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? Eventually, dad is going to pull the car over, beat the shit out of you. <laughs> But if you just say, Dad, this is a really fun trip. I'm really enjoying this. Thanks for taking me on this trip. I'm so blessed. Your dad's going to stop and buy you ice cream on the way to your destination. So just be nice. That's it. (laughs) Done. I think a large part of this is I'm angry at AGS. And I'm angry because I I help Solace run the community. And right now with Sullis being, you know, at work like he should be, I'm running the community. And it infuriates me that I can't take my community into a war because I don't want him to have a bad experience because somebody's cheating. That pisses me off. I'm mm. not going to lie to you. Right. I have a community right now that wants to take an area and we have the ability to take it over. But we also have to weigh the fact that if I take my, you know, if we take our community in and we do a really good job of flipping it, holding it, getting all these things... And then we get beat because of an exploit. That's deflating. And now I'm Absolutely. defending. I'm defending the community from a bug in a game that I agree should not be in the game. Right. It shouldn't. Agreed. And But I am not bad-mouthing this game. I do not get involved in the mudsling because I don't have to. 
I have patience. Maybe it's something that comes with age and wisdom, but I have patience because we've been in this game. It's growing. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's not Sullis level, but I'm coming, boy. Tell me. <laughs> um, but my big point is, is I get the frustrations of people. It's just how you verbiage it, right? And yeah. don't depreciate someone's understanding just because they're more understanding than you. If the person says, hey, it's a new MMO, it's just been out, I enjoy it, then respect that. You can be just as mad as you want to be, but they can be just as calm as they want to be. When did we lose the fact that somebody can have a different opinion and still be an okay person? Yeah. That's the part of me that dies. Every time I go to the forums, a little part of my soul just leaves my body. Oh, Because yeah. it's horrendous. Yeah. Where did we lose the basic respect of humankind? of people. I it is some of the most atrocious stuff. I would never say any of these things to actual people. Oh no, they wouldn't say it to your face. And yeah. I just don't get it, man. And I, I think it's tough and I just, you know, I think that's the big thing for us. We've been called fanboys. Yeah, I'm a fanboy. I love the game. We yeah. do a show. Yeah. But I do <laughs> understand that there are broken things in this game and they need to fix these things. Absolutely. Right. So I don't want to see people saying, when's the next set of skins coming out? I don't care about a skin. Let them fix the crap that needs to be fixed. And yeah. then let's get on with it. Because I'm hungry. There, oh, yeah. are, there, are green, there are yellow and green people out there that need to be taught a damn lesson. And I'm just waiting for an even playing field, man. I just like want an it. even playing field. Oh, that's I sexy agree. talk. Right and there. with community, real quick, just one shout out, and then I'm done. I'm trying to... Do you do your I'm channeling my inner cash right now. One more thing. <laughs> I love one more it. thing. I love one more it. thing. I want to congratulate Spin and Viking for stepping up into our PV leads. Thank you very much, gentlemen. You are helping me a ton. And I also want to shout out Edge and Jeffy for stepping up to be PvP leads. I appreciate you guys. I'm looking forward to working with you and, and developing more and more great content because we have wonderful events. Our corruption night event is amazing. We have a blast. And with that, there are others of you that put in a, a want or desire. Stand by. This is just the first wave. We will develop and we will grow the community as we need to. Oh, yeah. But I just oh, wanted yeah. to say thank you to you, gentlemen. And I also want to say thank you to the community because it's really nice to come into a discord of common sense and general just respect of humankind. It's nice yeah. to be in a group of 200 people. That shows me that there are people out there that have the same moral standards that I have. And it's pretty awesome oh, yeah. to see yeah. that. Yeah. I'm yeah. done. We, we don't get anywhere from A to Z without support. And uh, it, it really it really is nice. This is the nice before uh, before the challenge. Uh, it really is nice to come sandwich into method. a Discord. <laughs> this is called the Sandwich Method. Um, we come into our Discord every night and it's it, there's nothing but positivity. And I think that's... It's huge for us. That's a big reason that that keeps us. It's a big thing that keeps us positive to be able to do a show. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you man. know, it's it's huge. But champ, I want to circle back just, just a little bit. I want to circle back and challenge you on, on one thing that you said. And of course, this is it's all in love. No, but, well, bring it. So you, you mentioned that you're angry at AGS because of some of the things it, it, don't don't worry i got it like you're, you're angry about these issues but you have you have patience you are a very patient dude so i totally get that but is it wholly ags's fault when there's an exploit that is announced or when there's an issue with the game mechanics where an exploit is created is it completely their fault for having an exploit there 
or is there some culpability for the trolls out there that are exploiting that exploit? I will tell you, like I used to tell people when I was in the military, Joe going to be Joe. And what I mean by that is privates. We call them Joes. Joe going to be Joe. You give Joe the ability to get drunk, Joe going to get drunk. It doesn't matter if you told him he wasn't allowed to. My point is, is you have got to rein it in. Turn it off. Turn off war until you fix it. So nobody can get reset the zones. Turn it off. Put the top zones in the top. Give us level five crafting tables as payment for the fact that you can't fix it. So we don't have to worry about somebody holding a scene. So we have level five tables, right? And fix it. And then let me know when I'm ready to go kick somebody's ass. That's all I'm saying. These people are sitting in areas that I can't fight them for on a legitimate battlefield. So they shouldn't hold those areas. Take right. them away from them. So let maybe us they, fight. Maybe they turn on the newly fixed outpost rush. Turn off wars until wars are fixed. Fix it. And then turn it back on. So at least there is a fix of PvP. People can get their PvP on all they want in out in outpost rush and out out in the in the general world. If you know, for those of people who are flagging up, which I've actually seen a lot of people flagging up lately, including myself. So turn one off turn one off to fix the inherent issues while outpost rush is on. And then when everything is fixed, incrementally reintroduce it. My point is, is you're giving people the ability to hold something that we can't take based off of a bug. Take it away. Deal with those whoever's. If they leave, they'll come back. If they don't, who cares? I'm just being honest, man. This is business. This is a business. Right. They are not going to allow you to have a bad time for as long as they can. But turn the wars off. Take the lands away from the people. Reset the whole damn map. Piss the people off you're going to piss off and just restart it and fix it and then let us go get to battle. Because we know that there were places taken in our zone that was done by glitching. We know that because we had people experience it. So we had members of our community in a fight that they could not win for a bug that was in the game. Take the content away and fix it. Take it away and fix it. I'll buy that. That's an illegitimate win. It, you are not. And then it... it, it Man, it frustrates me to have to talk to the community members that I know are good PvPers, they're good players, they're very patient, but they're hungry too. And to have to be the gatekeeper, right? For the sheer fact that we can't do it honestly. That irritates me to no end. I've got 100 people in the active company and another 100 people in Discord that want to get together on Double T and kick some royal ass. And we can't do it on a level playing field. And that's why I'm, that's why I'm irritated. And, and, and it's okay to be irritated because to bring it back around, I will not disrespect AGS. I will not disrespect New World because I love this game. I love this game. I get lost doing just the most random things you can come up with. And I'm okay with that. You paid for the game. If you paid the high price, you paid 50 bucks. I want you to look at how many hours you played in the game and tell me if you didn't get your money's worth. Uh, pretty much I'm just saying. My money's worth. But my so, point so is, there. I think, I don't remember who it was. It might have been Jeffy. It might have been somebody else. But you don't pay a sub. Yeah. You're free to go. Yeah. yeah. This is, there's people who've played a game for far less amount of time who spent more money on a collector's edition. Uh, in fact, probably regularly with yearly releases, Call of Duties, the Battlefields. You know, he like, said duty. Duties. But, you know, <laughs> so I, yeah. I mean, there is no sub. That's something to think about. It's a one and done. 
you paid more for last year's Call of Duty than you did this game. So completely turning this around. The reason that people are pissed is because they care about this game. And they want to see this game succeed. It's the same reason why all three of us, and Solus included, we are concerned. We are vocal about it, obviously, because we have the ability to sit in front of a mic and, and talk to our friends about this. All of our friends in chat and all of our friends that, that you know download, listen to the show, and, and watch our content. The reason that we are upset is not because of AGS. They are doing the Lord's work there, and they're taking the brunt of these hits. But we are concerned and upset about the issues that are going on and watching the things that are happening within the community because we want nothing more than to watch this succeed. Absolutely. That's yeah. a, ah, yes. Dog is crazy. So much yes. We're passionate because yeah. we care. We do a show because we love it. We do, you know, the community because we love it. We want to house a great community and opportunity for people to gather together and meet from all over the world and just engross themselves in this game. Another thing I want to say is don't get mad at us for trying to be the adult voice or the voice of reason or the defending voice because there are plenty of negative out there. We are doing this the way that we are. The three of us, and including Sullis, we don't tear people down. No. We build people up. Yes. We're going to do the same thing for whatever we're involved in because there was one point in my life when I was a young soldier that I had, re I had to realize that people have feelings and their problems to them are just as big as your problems are to you, regardless of what you do for a living or what you've done. And I think I can speak on that. I've done some cool things in my life. So my whole issue with the thing is, is just act like adults about it. You don't have to go the end of the world thing. Yes, it sucks. If you don't like it, stop playing, come back. If you don't want to come back, it's fine. My point is, we defend the game the best we can with the most positive attitude, but we are just as irritated about some of the things as you are. Oh, we just yeah. voice it different. Yes. We just talk about it different. Yep. But we're just as angry. Oh, yeah. We're just as frustrated, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, no one wants this. I'll say that again. No one wants this. No one wants... I mean, if you win a war from an exploit, that's not competition. You didn't compete. You cheated. You know, like that... You, that that's just plain and simple. You know, like no one wants that. No one wants to lose their gold. No one wants that. AGS doesn't want that. We don't want that. So be pay, patient, be proactive, and give the best possible feedback you can. And just hang in there. And I promise you, if there's anything, if we, you know, look, the common adage is history repeats itself, right? If there's anything we've learned in 10, 12, however many years we've been playing MMOs, it just takes time. Oh, what? You want? <laughs> it's been 84 years i can't even believe it he's an old ass man i was on ms dos when i did my first one but uh yeah, yeah. anyway that's just can i sum it up i'm gonna sum it up yeah fine. be kind be kind be patient don't be a butthole yeah sure done yeah. all right boom all right so here's some of the patch highlights though outside of all the bugs and everything that's going on around the community here's some of the highlights to uh patch 1.0.4 Players refunded uh, have been refunded 2,000 coins if you purchased a home before the patch's UI fix went out. This was kind of corresponding to a UI issue that showed you um, getting a tax discount. Right. And it, uh, lo and behold, 
excuse me, after you bought, after you bought a home, that was not the case. Um, so anyway, they adjusted that, gave you gold. Uh, a faction token cap increased by 50%. So that's pretty awesome. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. That one directly affects me because <laughs> I've hit the cap a few times and be like, suck the blue. <laughs> yeah. I wasted the request. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, if, if say, you have tier one, so you're 5,000, well, now you can make, you know, up to 7,500. So it just kind of tears up from there. You know, tier two, 10,000 tokens. You can, it's been increased to 15,000. So it just goes up. So that's good. Uh, outpost rush and server transfers are now available. I know we've already talked about it, but that's now a thing. And this next one's pretty interesting. Removed Everfall starting area. Goal is to increase the probability of new players and friends starting together. I thought that was kind of cool. Helping funnel. That people. is neat. Right. That's going to help the economy in Everfall too a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting. That'll be interesting it to see. Because it's, like, it's going to be like a, like a full zone. So you're going to get more of the higher tier, higher tier stuff there. Um, eventually. Like Everfall and Windsward, at least on our server, seem to be the trading hubs. Yeah. Yeah, and someone's talking about uh, region locks in chat. Uh, I guess there was a post... I can't confirm this. I guess there was a post elaborating on that. Um, something to the effect of they want to allow between regions. Mm-hmm. It's not working yet. So that's the reason why it's not available. Right. Yeah, and that that affects uh, Mad Morgus in chat because he, he started on East Coast server and then he came over to us and he had to re-roll. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I didn't. And why are you because laughing? I, because Jerk. I know how much freaking work that is. But we're glad he's over with us. You know, him and him and his son came over to play with us. But it's like, I it's that's a lot of work. Like I can't. My daughter did that. She ended yeah. up doing that. Although she yeah. was in our region, but she she just figured I'm just going to start fresh on on tilapia. So yeah, she ended right. up over with us. Double so. T. So I like that you oh, said that geez. earlier. That stuck out to me. <laughs> If, yeah. if I can do a kind of a recircle back just a little bit, I want to talk about one thing that some people might not understand, and that is how you can support a community that is in your faction. So it's very important that you go to the job board because when you go to the job board, all of those things aren't just there for you to get XP and gold. They're also there for you to help them to build whatever they're trying to build and the upkeep of the environment. A lot of people don't understand that. If you want your faction to be successful you have to go support them you have to do the invasions you have to deal with the wars so it's not just doing wars that is part of it there's a lot of depth to controlling and maintaining these regions they put a lot of thought to that once they get these bugs fixed this game has got some really good foundations you know what i'm saying to be where it is unbeatable invasions well, maybe you have to have a, a few people of level 60 to get it done. I'm not sure what level you're I don't know how many level 60s you have, but I'm assuming that's in-game content, which is why they allow them to come in every few days and downgrade your stuff, give you a few days to build it back up. And as you're leveling, I feel like once you get to 60 and you have more people in your community at 60, you'll be able to deal with the invasions. So maybe they should be unbeatable if you have four 60s and a bunch of 40s and a bunch of 30s, or you have a group of 60s that don't play together. But... This is an MMO. I saw a defense. One person said, well, yeah, the gold you can make from Rush and yeah, the gold you can make from doing the uh, quest. But what about solo players? It's an MMO. I don't mean to be that guy. 
you might want to go find a single player game massively because this game yes so you have to have a group of people to do some things now you might be lead sauce and you think you can do it all and maybe you can but not everybody can and it's not intended to be done that way and there's still options for solo play too yes yes but my point is they still give options for you to make gold as a solo player but it's you're supposed to play with people it's an MMO. I get it. <laughs> you gotta but play with. The people. You gotta play with them peoples, man, and it's surround so yourself much, with good people. It's so much more fun playing with people. Like it seriously is. I know we've talked about this before in previous shows, but even if, even if you're not a very social person, just pop into a Discord chat and just listen and find out if if that's a community for you. If not, come play with us. Oh yeah, <laughs> we don't care who you are. Come just on over. Come on in. Be quiet. You pop into Discord. We're going to tell you welcome in. If you talk, you talk. If you don't, just you can listen to the banter. You can go into our quiet room. But you're there with people. If you have a question or problem or need help, there's communities out there such as ours that will help yeah. with stuff and game anytime. Yeah, and that's the, there, there's a secret too. Like, not everyone in our Discord is in our company, and that's okay. If you're in a different yeah. or if you're in a different company, but you just you know you you or or. Uh, and you just want to meet people, community, people to play with, whatever. Maybe you're on a different server, whatever. Come on over. There's two different things in our community. You have you actually have the community you apply for, and then the company, which is separate within the Discord server itself. So if you're a New World fan, you already have a company, but you want to come, you want to come hang out. Come hang out. And if I may, in this, from a community perspective, you know, we just put out that we're not doing a secondary company. And, and what we mean by is we're not doing a secondary company where Solace, myself, and the leadership are going to faction as controlling two separate groups right now for those of you who are in our discord those of you who are coming to our discord don't let that dismay you because if someone makes a company and people end up in that company and you're in our discord you can still participate in our expedition nights yeah. our corruption nights our pvp nights you can still support the lore seeker you know group as a whole from the discord and doing missions where we need to do the missions at i'm just saying don't let it be the fact that you're not in a company and we hope they up the company numbers because if they do it's just going to make it easier for us but as of right now there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes and i know it doesn't seem like it but it really is and you know i get 40 dms a day that i I have 40 different people and it's not negative stuff but you still have to address it you still have to give them that part of your time because that's what i swore to do when i took my position in the company as helping sell us run the company right so if you want to come in, bring it up, build it. We Just come play with us, come game with us. Because what we're doing is we're basically trying to build a community, a Discord where you can have access to what we're doing. If you want to make a community or a company and you want to tag along, that's why you're in our Discords, because we want you to be in our Discord. So just thank you very much. I got a point to that real quick. Shout out to Alvin Awesome in chat. What's going Alvin. on, buddy? Good to so see happy you, to see you here, buddy. Um, I do want to make mention of, of, of one other thing too. And that, that could be, it's a nice thing that is, that's built into gaming communities that revolve around discord, because even though there is a cap at a hundred, if you are a company lead or if you're a console or involved in a company in any way, it's, it doesn't necessarily need to be us. We just use us as an example because that's, that's what we know. That's where we play. But the hundred cap really doesn't mean much to us other than this was like the initial hundred people that came in and they're the people that have the tag. 
But just like Champ is saying, if you have a Discord, you have as big a company as you want. You can run a server and you could do it with one company. Just because you don't have the tag doesn't mean that you can't group, you can't friend, you can't be around, you can't coordinate. You can do all that stuff if you're within a company. I don't know, does anybody ever use like, was it TeamSpeak? Or the other remember ones? Ventrilo? Remember Ventrilo? Ventrilo, yeah. TeamSpeak. <laughs> Ventrilo, dude. Raid Call, remember uh, Raid, Raid Call? call. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, God. man. Uh, did you just throw up? Yeah. I got a little sick to myself right oh, there. Yeah, man. Raid Call. But, I mean, if you have ever, pretty much everybody's Mumble. on Discord nowadays. Mumble, yeah. But Mumble. If you have, like, don't let that cap uh, sway you away from having a larger community. We, I mean, we could have 500 people in our in our Discord, and we could be running things. You just, just have to spread the leadership out a little bit, mm-hmm. and everybody can be involved, yeah. regardless of that 100-person cap. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just an idea. Just it, things pop in my head. And I talk about them. That was one of them. Speaking about something to talk about. Oh, you got more. Oh, my bad. I heard just you one more update thing that, that I wanted to mention. Guys, there's a there's a, a decent list. I wouldn't say it's a massive list. A lot of the focus was placed on primarily fixing top issues that players have been having in the recent weeks. Take that however you want. A lot of like small little things got fixed. But there were some improvements to life uh, life staff performance, which directly oh, affects you. me and any other healers out there. Particularly in the areas of mending touch and blissful touch. So that may change people from using certain skills and might kind of funnel you into some other areas. There's already some YouTube videos out on it. So uh, take the time, go look at those YouTube videos. We're not really going to detail it out, but um, the YouTube videos that are out there were very helpful for myself to maybe tweak my build just a little bit. So a lot of the other, the older builds that you were looking at for both PVE and PVP healing may be changing because of the life staff performance issues that were that were fixed so i'm, I'm glad you, time. i'm glad <laughs> it's up for time <laughs> i'm glad you covered that uh anywho well gentlemen uh we have a special announcement that we've uh before we do our lore lesson today and i think it's best if we just just push the button just push push the, push, push the Beep button. Push the damn button. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll be right back. Dudes, have you been neglecting your hygiene for weeks on end as you battle your way across a turnum? Does it feel like your ball beard is getting as long as your neck beard? Well, we have a solution for you. The Lore Seekers are proud to announce we are now sponsored by Manscaped, the company that can provide the right tools for the job. Why, you might ask? Because a fro down below just don't go. In a recent poll, 9 out of 10 ladies expressed how disgusting it can be to find a hair diaper in a man's undercarriage. So we've partnered with Manscaped to offer you the best products that they have at a discount price. This will help your significant other not vomit in their mouth anymore when they see you naked. Great prices for great products. Whether it's the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer for your chest pubes, the Weed Whacker trimmer for your nose bush, or any of their fantastic formulations you can splash on your balls after shaving them, Manscaped has you covered. Just visit manscaped.com and enter our discount code LORESEEKERS at checkout to shave 20% off the cost. 
Another amazing aspect of Manscaped is their partnership with the Testicular Cancer Society. Together, they aim to educate and entertain while spreading the message about early detection and self-screening in order to protect yourself against health issues and the risk of cancer. Manscaped, they're here to save your balls. <laughs> oh, gentlemen. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You know what? Um, I, I I do. I just want to pop in here real quick and say that um, folks were very very excited about this. Um, this is something that has uh, it's been on our radar for a little while. I think we talked about it, but Manscaped actually came to us yeah. and it blew us away. Like we were so excited about the entire thing, and um, so we've been very excited about it. You can expect a lot of fun. And a lot of comedy that that's coming out of this. Um, oh yeah. And I'm not, I'm not going to like, you know, like vomit all over everything right now. Like we're going to do some commercials and some really fun stuff, but I will say the, um, packages that they sent us oh, dude. are, f- it's legit. Absolutely. It is, amazing. it is there. It's really, really good quality stuff and i'm actually really excited to shave my balls so there's that <laughs> i didn't want to hear that what they say tmi tmi too much it's too much uh but no yeah it was uh it was quite the surprise check our inbox and oh hey it's mans manscape what's Manscaped? oh okay so yeah, uh, for all of you tuning in right now, listening on, it actually starts on November 1st, actually, so there's that. For everyone who's here in the stream, you kind of get an early announcement. But anyway, it actually starts for us on November 1st, so release day of this episode. So right now, uh, if you, you get free shipping, all right, and you get 20% off by, uh, when you use uh, the code LoreSeekers at uh, Manscaped.com. It's awesome. Dudes, it's like, uh, what was it? I think we said the other day, it's like 90 per- 92 I think it was ninety-two percent of our audience is male. So on it may- YouTube, it's ninety-seven percent. Okay, well, come on, wow. ladies, come so, on so in here. You, you so- can use you can use this too. KCham <laughs> keeps eyeballing. I'm like, stay away from my clippers. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no, it's totally a thing. Anyway, yeah, use code LoreSeekers at uh, Manscaped.com. Get yourself twenty percent off and free shipping. It's Honestly, going to be a lot of stocking stuffers for my family. Not even going to lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas Christmas is coming up, and there's there's no Delgate shortage State. of those. Yeah, there's no shortage of these packages. So, um, That's right. I'm excited. Heck, yeah. yeah. Heck, yeah. Yep. Shave anyway. your gooch. Say, yeah. All right. You ready for lore? I'm always, always ready for lore, buddy. Always. Give me my lore lesson, please. All right. Here we go. Lore Lesson, The Ancients, Part 2 From the field notes of Cassius Kilborn, Syndicate Intelligence Our expedition's journey carried us to the east out of the highlands of Brightwood into the swamplands of a seemingly endless bog called Weaver's Fen. We were in search of an aging bridge spoke of by Mr. William Heron coined the North Vega Bridge. It certainly wasn't difficult to find, however, wading through miles of crocodile-infested muck to reach it proved quite the daunting challenge. 
Upon reaching the badly ruined bridge, it was quite apparent those who traveled before us created these elevated roads to safely traverse the untamed wilds. Or perhaps the bridge was constructed to transport something closer to the shore. The adornments of this magnificent bridge led me to believe these passages were constructed by the ancients themselves, or perhaps those that followed them so loyally. A series of missives had been discovered in our travels that began to make more sense of the massive statues we've encountered and just how they got here. Lore Page The Road The rattle of bone, a watchful eye, their humanity removed, their death denied. I see it. I see a giant stone statue being marched slowly but surely down the path. The same beings, those of four, guide us down the long and mystical road. The giant statue is carved in their image. Those who move the statue are trapped in a servitude, unable to deny or disobey, for what has been taken from us cannot be restored, and what has been given to us cannot be returned. I hear them sing songs as they move the massive stone, and the melodies ring in my ears like a bittersweet memory I never had. These findings lead us to believe the ancients openly traveled these lands and had indeed enslaved many upon the island, both the living and the partially dead, forcing their labor to place these effigies in their likeness across the land. But for what purpose? The bridge spanned far and wide across some of the most treacherous terrain in the swamps. But I must say, it might have been safer braving the lowlands under the bridge than trying to progress across the seemingly easy path above. The bridge had worn under the dank conditions in the fen, and several broken sections made crossing it downright dangerous. If that wasn't cause enough for concern, the structure was riddled with more ancient guardians. Although we've become quite adept at eliminating these threats without injury to ourselves, these guardians would just not stay dead. No sooner we would dispatch one before another came back to life. Suffice it to say we moved across the bridge as quickly as possible, allowing little time to effectively study the structure. This lingering feeling of how these ancient guardians came to be is further explained in this series of notes. This one was partially destroyed by the elements, but a quick dip into some Azoth-infused alcohol brightened the ink just quite effectively. Little trick I learned from Dr. Theo. Lore Page The Flood Truths drowned, resting under the surface. Hiding away ancient sins, hiding away ancient curses. I see them, the beings with four arms. I feel myself sinking under the water, my ears hearing only bubbling and sloshing. As I hold my breath, my chest tightens as my strength leaves me. I can't sense what, but something is pulling me under the surface, and soon I shall run out of air. As my mind leaves me, and my body begins to end its thrashing, I feel the waters surge within me. My lungs begin to fill, but oddly enough, 
It's not a cold wave entering the core of my body. I feel the water permeating my being, penetrating even to my very bones. I feel as if what was in me is driven out and replaced by the waters. As I break my bondage and rise to the surface, my mind comes back to the world around me. This clearly depicts the turning of a human into one of them, a guardian. But what betrays me is how, just how one of these beings could explain this experience, write it upon a parchment after it had taken place. The only conclusion is that despite their soulless appearance, even the ancient guardians continue to think, just as the corrupted do upon their transformation. Without question, the mystery of this place seems to deepen the further we travel into the wilds of Eternum. Then, this. A final parchment we acquired in trade with a fellow traveler. It appears these pieces of Eternum's lore have become somewhat of a bargaining chip amongst others stranded here. We traded a bushel of hemp and two flasks of fish oil for this one. Lore Page The Bay A guiding light, crashing shores, and sudden landfall. A tall tower, rain of fire, and a siren's call. Like some kind of sorcery or an ill omen, the blue flames of the bay turn red. They have come. They corrupt everything they touch, changing the very essence of the beings of this island. The bay is slowly taken over them, and they empower even those of four. What few guardians are left are pinned to a small part of the bay, and the red-eyed monsters begin their work on the lighthouse. Those enchanted by the siren song of Aeternum soon find themselves caught in storms, attacked by spires of dark corruption that send their vessels crashing into the shore. They came seeking a paradise, but all they found was darkness. Those of four have all but left us to die, but we cannot die. They stripped us even of that. An actual missive from an ancient guardian? If this page speaks the truth we seek, the corrupted somehow managed to overpower the ancients themselves. Those of four, it reads. The ancients are depicted as having four arms. It must be the ancients and their guardians who were overtaken in this bay the lore page speaks to. It's mention of this siren song. Could this explain the strange and harmonious sounds we heard just before our own vessels were shipwrecked? I mean, I do remember some strange enchanting melody just before the crew began to panic. But I figured it was my imagination or perhaps the lack of nutrition on our long voyage. The ship's wheel isn't working. We have no rudder, the seaman exclaimed shortly before we were shipwrecked. That is all I can recall, however, as my memory of that day is quite clouded. My next memories began when I awoke on that beach. What's more, who is this siren they speak of? We commit to finding as many of these pages as possible. They seem to hold the key to much of the story here. I just hope they don't end up to be folly, the lost pages of an insane traveler's imagination, or worse, 
a fictional drama written for some stage production. Something, however, tells me we're on the right path. By the sounds of that bell, a well-earned supper awaits and the expedition has grown quite fond of my adventure stories as we share a meal. Don't worry, though. I will continue to note our findings in the days to come. But you just, you just don't disappoint. You know that? Thanks, bud. You done good. I am having as as much fun making these as I am playing this game. (laughs) (laughs) You can, you can tell. You can tell. That's a win. Oh, well, good job, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in this episode. This was an interesting episode. We had some hard critiques, had some things we had to address. And uh, we had a special announcement. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we want to hear from you. So for whatever app you're using to listen to this to, to this show, leave us a review if you would. Take a couple moments. Tell us how we're doing. For every five-star written review on iTunes, though, we'll give you a shout-out by reading your review right here on the show. First one up. I think this they must have done this on purpose. Uh, I'm going to call you Biff for short. That's what I'm going with. I'm sorry. But that's that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, so Biff says from the United States says I have probably listened to a dozen New World podcasts since closed beta. This one is by a country mile the best one out there. Articulate, measured, researched, comical, informed, and sincerely invested in the larger gaming community. Best new podcast for me for the last five years at least. Biff, thank you so much. It's very kind. Appreciate that. Wow, that's a fantastic thank review. Thank you. Yeah. Humbled. Thank you. Seriously. Uh, Cozy Hobbit in the United States says, quote, I was a listener on the Lore Seekers ESO show and I loved it. I was sad when I heard they were moving to a new game because I wasn't initially interested in New World. I found myself listening to their new show, though, and then purchased the game right afterwards. These guys bring so much enthusiasm, positivity, and great lore about the games they are playing, and they somehow made me made this show even better than the one before. Love the new hosts, too. They seem to fit right in. Cheers, guys. Excited to see where New World takes you. Cozy Hobbit. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Cozy. Thank Thank you you very much. That is awesome. Oh, and everyone who's tuning in, by the way, on launch day coming up this weekend, November 6th, come watch our stream. Help us raise money for sick kids. We want it's going to be our extra live stream. We're going to do some events. Details are coming. But uh, we got some fun things planned, so please come check us out November 6th. The times will be released later on our social media accounts. Uh, you can come check it out, twitch.tv slash loreseekerscast. You can call us at 765-382-6961. Please keep the message to one minute or less. Email us at loreseekerscast at gmail.com. You can find our podcast, written lore lessons, and articles at loreseekerscast.com. Friends, follow us on all the social medias. You can find Jibs and all of us on Twitter. You can find Jibs at Jibs IRL, Champ at Champ 2504, Sullis at Sullis, and Cash at Lore Seeker Cash. You can follow the show at Lore Seekers Cast, and you can also follow us on Instagram at Lore Seekers Cast. And don't forget to follow our good buddy Solace's show. He does a show called Lore Seekers to Eternum, where he presents our company's role-playing storyline, and he talks about community management and our company and how you can make yours even better 
in New World and Gaming Abroad. You can also follow us right here on Twitch. If you're brand new and you don't know where to find us, you can follow us at twitch.tv forward slash loreseekerscast. Friends, thank you so much. We love you. We wish nothing but the best for you. Enjoy the game. Enjoy life. We'll see you right here next week on Lore Seekers. Don't forget to shave your balls. What it do? What it do?